Last Wednesday, we released a podcast introducing the concept of Euro 13s, a proposed European domestic league aiming to strengthen our game in the continent. Social media exploded, as did my DMs. The articles followed, and so did an official statement in response from the Rugby League European Federation. Before recording the episode, I made sure I was in contact with members of both Euro 13s and the RLEF board so that I could provide a clear and unbiased opinion. My thoughts are simple. I'm excited by the prospect of Euro 13s and the opportunities and potential for our sport because of such a concept. I also understand that a governing body is there for a reason. With this in mind, it was decided that we would record our Euro 13s episode and follow that up with a recording with a representative of the RLEF so that we could provide you, our listeners, with a full picture the entire story. Now since then the RLEF have decided not to make any further comment at this stage beyond their official statement which was released a day after our podcast. But I still think it's my duty to cover the entire story. So I'll break it down. I'm going to break down the RLEF statement for you here and offer my thoughts and opinion as well. Now remember please, Chasing Kangaroos is an independent medium. Opinions are our own and in no way represent those of the RLEF, the International Rugby League, and Euro 13s. This is how I see it. This is what I know. I'm Michael Carboni. You're listening to episode 64 of the Chasing Kangaroos podcast. You're listening to Chasing Kangaroos, the rugby league podcast for fans who are passionate about seeing the game played in more places. So the RLEF statement begins. In response to a number of questions addressed to the Rugby League European Federation, the RLEF board can confirm that it established an official working group to explore the opportunity of establishing a professional pan-European club competition around six months ago. Such a European league would be sanctioned, owned and operated by the RLEF, played in major cities across Europe, and where appropriate, work with existing member federations. So, some sections of the media... Uh, of social media, I should say, they've suggested it's a funny coincidence that a day after Euro 13s is announced, the RLEF come out with a statement saying they've been planning a European club competition also. Sounds very coincidental, but I can confirm that to my knowledge it's true. So I believe the working group did commence six months ago, maybe even more. Uh, And also, to further confirm that, on episode 48 of the Chasing Kangaroos podcast, it was called How to Say Dragon in French, uh, which was released on February 4 earlier this year. I spoke with Colin Clayweg, RLEF board member, uh, and also owner of Red Star Belgrade. And between minute 18 and 20 of that episode, Colin hints about potential for a club competition in Europe. So we know it's been discussed. We know it's there. So go back, have a listen if you like. Um, yeah, it's absolutely correct. So anyway, the RLEF statement continues. Various models for the concept, its format, and the potential structure of the league, governance, authorised clubs, licensing, and commercial operations have been drawn up, together with draft budget plans. To fund the new competition's operations, the RLEF has held early discussions with potential investors. 
The RLEF sees the establishment of a major professional club league in Europe as an important step forward for the development of the whole game, said RLEF Chair Maurice Watkins, CBE. Are providing a pathway for European players of all nationalities, creating a sustainable asset for the sport, and raising the competitive standards of our member nations are all areas that we are keen to drive forward and see it further evolve. He added that at this stage, there has been no talk of which teams or nations will be involved and the exact timing of commencement, more the beginning of a process to assess viability. So such a competition could become a core part of our calendar. Revenue generated from it will be used to support international rugby league development and further expansion throughout the region. It would also support a number of programs already operational from coaching and grassroots initiatives to uh, to qualifying match officials. So... Look, overall, um, the RLEF and Euro 13 concepts and ideals, to me, very similar. The main difference, I guess, is the RLEF statement suggests that they are looking at a professional competition, whereas Euro Euro 13, as we heard uh, earlier in the week on our podcast, they're aiming to build slowly towards professionalism, so beginning more at an amateur level competition with centralised semi-pro draft, uh, centralised semi-pro draft system. So neither group have committed to which clubs or nations are involved, but if you dig deep and look carefully, you could probably guess a few of those. Uh, I won't say any more here, but I don't think it's fair for me to do so. But look, do some digging, you could probably guess. Um, the statement concludes: the RLEF has made, been made aware of another proposed competition set up as a private enterprise initiative. Uh, following an initial meeting which some of their members were invited to attend for the avoidance of doubt, the Federation was informed of this meeting after it had taken place. That group is not sanctioned by the governing body. However, the RLEF has already invited those behind the proposal to formally present to their working group. So, that's the statement with my little comments in between. There's a couple of things I want to bring up here at the end as well. So, the part about Euro 13s being set up as a private enterprise seems to have raised some concerns by sections of the media as well. So I've read articles describing Euro 13s as a rebel competition or a breakaway competition. Uh, it's funny to me because in rugby league, we use the term rebel, whereas in the business world, we might say entrepreneur to describe the exact same thing. Now, I think it's unfair to call Euro 13s a breakaway competition because, well, let's be honest, what exactly are they breaking away from? I think terms like that are used to build drama. I don't want to sensationalize this. I rather promote peace in the hope that it can move our sport forward towards reaching its full potential. So the rugby league was born from conflict. We know that. And we've seen internal conflict hold our game back on a number of occasions. Uh, the ARL Super League War is the best example of this. In recent times, we've seen internal conflict affect our sport in places like Tonga, Lebanon and Greece. The list goes on and on and on. Look out, look throughout, you know, the hundred plus years of our sport. It's there, and I think it's really important that it doesn't happen here. And I'm scared it might, but it's important that it doesn't. So the big question for me is, can the RLEF and Euro 13s work together? I'd like to think they can. Now the RLF statement says that they have invited Euro 13s to formally present to their working group. It's my understanding that. The RLEF do not see this as a war. They don't think they're fighting a war. All right? And I know they would welcome such a proposal and consider it for all its merits. Likewise, with Euro 13, we heard on the podcast last week 
that they are open to working with the RLEF. I asked them point blank, are the RLEF involved? They said no, but we, w- we will work with them. if like, We'd love to work with them. In a private follow-up conversation with Orazio Dardo, he told me that he was keen for all to work together. He said he's happy for me to pass that on publicly here as well. So it's important to note that, guys, there are no bad guys in this story, despite what we may be reading on social media. There are no bad guys here. It's just a bunch of people who are passionate about rugby league and want to see the game grow. All of these people need to be in the game and preferably cooperating. We need people like this, every single one of them, in our sport. Now, I don't know what the future holds. We may see one strong competition come from this in Europe. We may see two concepts running side by side. Or, if it plays out the wrong way, we may see absolutely nothing come from this. And wouldn't that be disappointing? So my message to all involved, let's hashtag grow the game together. Let's not fuck this up. (laughs) That's all I have to say on the matter for now. It's a short one, but I feel like I needed to get that out and we needed to hear the RLEF side of the story as well. Um, I wanted to give them that opportunity from the beginning. So I'm glad I got to do that. I'd like to thank each of you for listening. Uh, The Euro 13's episode experienced the highest number of downloads Chasing Kangaroos has ever achieved in a 24-hour period. It was uh, phenomenal and sparked more conversation online than any other episode we've ever released. This tells me that there's a huge appetite for European club, the European club concept, whoever runs it. I encourage you to keep the conversation positive on social media because this can work. Thank you for listening. And to our new listeners, welcome. I hope you enjoy future episodes. We'll be back with a new episode on Wednesday. Uh, it'll be my interview with Quinn Nawadi, which I've been looking forward to releasing for a couple of weeks now, and we finally get to do that. So look forward to that one. And until then, thank you for chasing kangaroos with me.